You good? I mean, about as good as I'm going to be. Well, don't strain and stuff. Make sure you're sitting in the proper spot. I'm sitting in the proper location. Okay. Because if you're ready, I'm going to hit the button. So hit the goddamn button. <laughs> and he asked me to take a walk with him. He didn't say anything for the longest time. And then he turned to me and he said, Woodman, we need each other. Words and music. And he crossed his fingers, showing how they go together. Remember, words and music. Deep breath, babe. We're back. We're back. So back. Damn right we are. <laughs> we are here. Man, it's been a while. It's been a hot minute. It's been a hot minute. Welcome to the Words and Music Podcast Season 3. It's like our season premiere. Dun, dun, dun. We had a countdown clock and everything on the new website. I did. I did. You got fancy. I did. I got fancy. I made a website. Yes, you did. Wordsandmusicpodcast.com, if you don't know. That's right. That's where all the good stuff is. All the good greasy gossip. <laughs> All the spilt tea, as it were. Man, here we are. Let's set the scene. We're at home. We are. <laughs> In the basement. In the basement. In their little studio. We got the party lights on. We do. Fading between seven different colors. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a, it's a Sunday afternoon in our world. It is. And it's a Sunday fun day. Sunday fun day. What kind of cocktail you have? I'm having a Jack Daniels and Tennessee honey with lemonade. Ooh, sounds good. I'm having a Not Your Father's Root Beer. There you go. And there's a very specific reason why I'm having a Not Your Father's Root Beer, and we're going to get into that later. Yes, please. Yeah, but first I need a sip. <laughs> and, and, the, <laughs> and the crowd now knows that you're sipping on <laughs> your stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we've got a whole new show for you folks, a whole new podcast. We've done a lot of thinking. A lot of organizing, a lot of prep work to get to where we are here. We have. And for a pretty significant reason. This is all we got going for us right now. <laughs> <laughs> we down in our basement playing. <laughs> Mostly because, um, you know, this is the part of the show where we're just going to, we're going to catch you up on what's been going on since you last heard from us. And it has been a while. In fact, it's been since March of 2021. Damn. It is now October. Almost the end of October 2021 that we are recording. This show will premiere on November 1st. Ooh. Yeah. So the day Turkey month. Turkey month. Yes. So what's been going on since last we spoke? I don't know. You, why don't you inform us? Uh, I I feel bad because we promised to come back regularly back in March. We were like, we're going to do this. We're going to do. And then my world kind of went to shit. It went upside down. Fully upside down. Like my feet were dangling and nobody, you know, it was just, it was, it was bad. Yeah. It was bad. So, so I'm still struggling with the, um, the knowledge that I have the freedom to say whatever the hell I want about whoever I want and whenever I want. Right. And the reason being is I no longer work for anyone in radio. No, you do not. You are Miss Independent. I am, and which means, I mean, I'm kind of a free agent, but it also means I don't have to shut my mouth anymore like I was being told to. Right. I don't have to censor myself like I was being told to. Correct. And if I want to call out people for the bullshit that they put me through, 
I am fully capable and able to do that with no repercussions. You are. But I struggle with that because I have always tried to operate at a high level of integrity and class and I don't have it. I don't know if I have it in me. I mean, there's a, there's this age old saying, and I know in, in, in my industry that I work in, uh-huh. don't burn bridges. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And, and I could sit here and I can talk mad shit about people that I used to work for. Right. I've chose not to. Right. I'm in the same boat as you. Yeah. Like I've, I've chosen. I'm free. I can do this. Right. I've chosen not to. There are people, though, sometimes that you sit there and you look back and you think about, I, I would burn that bridge in a heartbeat. You know what I mean? Because I don't need that bridge anymore. Sure. I have walked over it and I'm not going back. I hear you. However... I still want to be the kind of person that my kids can be proud of. Absolutely. So, and I still want to be the kind of person that isn't just a shitty human being. You're also not the vindictive type of person. I really try hard not to be. I so, fight that in myself sometimes because I, mean, I do want to say stuff. I mean, you do. But then on the other hand is is, is what good is that really going to accomplish? True. What, is that going to make you feel good? Maybe. Okay, maybe. It might. <laughs> it, it might. It might get some stress out there. Yeah. But in the long run, in the long grand it really, scheme of things, it's going to make people are going to look at you here in this right. town and look at you for the type of stuff that you're spewing. Absolutely, and and, and regardless of what those people, um, who they are, what they do, and how they walk through their life, sure, it legit has no bearing on me. It's their bullshit. Absolutely, it's not my bullshit anymore. And that's the best part about leaving the situation that I was in yep. because it had become incredibly toxic. And my mental health was in shreds. Huh. <laughs> he yeah, knows because... I, know. I lived with it. Yeah. And I know that it was not pretty. And I appreciate you not judging me. And it, I mean, I went through... And I think I'm on the other side of it, or at least I'm getting to the other side of it. Um, a very, 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 very deep depression. Probably. Not, there's no probably about it. There were days I didn't even want to get out of bed. Well, no, I'm saying you're probably on the... I was talking about the probably on the... Other side of it? No, I definitely am starting to feel like I'm on the other side of it. Like, I'm getting to the other side of it, I should say. I can see the other side. You can see the light at the end of the tunnel? 100%. There you go. That's all all we need. My heart is healing, you know, which, I mean, it was broken into a million pieces. Oh, it really was. So here's a a thing, folks. I'm looking at our levels real quick. I'm just going to turn these down just a titch because we're peaking. We're peaking. It We're doesn't peaking. sound like I'm I'm making any noise because you know it it is what it is. No, I mean you're definitely making noise. I can see it on the on the screen. But anyway, um, I digress. Um, we'll get it right one day, folks. Maybe <laughs> we'll work on it. The thing about radio is it, it radio is like a really like a horrible X. You know what I mean? That you still love and you still have passion for, but every time you see them, you get pissed off. Right. all over again you get heated about the shit that they put you through and radio put me through some shit i did 20 almost 21 years in radio september 1st would have been 21 years i yeah. quit on july 26th right and the reason that i quit um the reason that i quit was things had just gotten really toxic through 2020 honestly and I just couldn't do it anymore. I just was, I was at the, I, I was at the point where I would sit in that studio and I would say to myself, I think I'm done with radio. Mm-hmm. And then I would text you and say, I think I'm done with I radio. I think I'm done with radio because radio made me feel like shit about myself. And I say radio, but what I really mean is certain people that I was working with sure. were making me feel like shit about myself. 
And it was very difficult to work with those people day in and day out. That's and because they're shitty inside. They're shitty individuals. Yeah. And that, like I said, that's their shit. It's not my shit. Ain't your shit. So I'm trying not to dwell on it. So suffice it to say, my reason for quitting was those shitty ass people. And I finally said, enough is enough. I'm not going to let you determine how I feel about myself. And I'm not going to let your garbage become something that I'm carrying. Right. And I disagreed strongly with some things that were going on in that building mm-hmm. and that are still going on in that building. Still going on. So I walked away. And I feel like I walked away with my head held high and knowing that I didn't do anything to contribute to the situation that was going on. Like the turmoil inside that building was not my turmoil. Right. It wasn't yours. I tried to stay above it. And it just it just got me down. So I'm done with it. Like this. Done. See ya. Done. Deuces. Wash my hands. Deuces. And unfortunately, as a result of that, and I can say this now, as a result of that, I lost a lot of people that I considered family. Yeah, you have. One person in particular, obviously, would have been my old boss, who I legit felt like was a surrogate father. Sure. And it broke my heart. You watched me crumble. Oh, yeah. And just, you know, even right now, I'm like, don't, don't, don't you're, do you're, it. You're doing it. I know That's, I'm doing it, but don't do it. I'm trying do not it. to do it. Because I love the man. Sure. I just lost all respect for him. And that, I think, was harder for me than anything. Be, and it's not because of anything he did. It's because of what he didn't do. Sure. He did not handle the situation in a way that I felt was morally correct. Correct. And so I'm a big, I don't, you know, I'm try, I try not to be judgmental, but I'm a big person in, there's a difference between right and wrong. Mm-hmm. And you walk that line every goddamn day. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm always, I'm not a real religious person. Obviously not with what you just said. Right. Well, no, seriously, I'm not, I've never been a real religious person, but I have a philosophy and that is I would rather live my life. Um, I, how does <laughs> I've said it and now I just lost it. I would rather live my life as if there is a heaven or hell and find out there isn't one than to live my life like there's not one and find out there is. You know what I mean? You just do the right thing. You be a good person. You don't act like a dickhead to people. Sure. And you'll be fine. Yeah. In the afterlife, whatever that is. I'll get to where I'm going. Me wagging my tail like a dog. Exactly. That's what I want to be. You want to be a dog in your next life? Reincarnation as a dog. I love it. Yeah, why not? Why I bet not? you were a dog in your past life. I may have been. At least once or twice. Because <laughs> you're a very loyal human. So I bet you were a dog at some point <laughs> along I'm the way. I'm over here making sound effects. We don't need a new soundboard. No, I, got, I got this. this is perfect. You're perfect. Anyway, I try to live my life the right way yeah. with integrity and class. And I don't put up with shit, though. When, I think we both do. Mm-hmm, and we both are the kind of people that when someone comes to you with a problem, you either want to try and help them fix it or you want to try and fix it. I know. You've, all, you've, you've, you've gotten mad at me for being a fixer before. You you're are like, a fixer. You're like, you can't fix this. and You're a fixer. You are. But you're also the kind of guy that you're very, very good at separating from situations sure. that you can't control. Yep. You're incredibly good at that, whereas I'm, I am not. I want to... like I. What happened was, <laughs> what happened was, a lot of my coworkers were coming to me and they were crying and they were complaining and they were just angry and discontented. And, you know, it was this constant barrage of negative energy. And when I am in that situation, I want to swing a bat. You right. know, in yeah. proverbial sense, I want to go to bat for that person that is hurting. 
So I want to fix that situation so that they don't go through that anymore. I don't want to see my coworkers crying. I don't want to hear my coworkers complaining. I don't want them to be miserable. And I didn't want to either, right? Right. So I go to bat for people who don't have the balls or the ability to go to bat for themselves. And as a result, I had quit my job. <laughs> And what's funny, yeah, I quit. quit. What's funny is those people that I went to bat for literally just went disappeared into the vapor. Disappeared. Like I didn't even exist. Yep. So I learned my lesson on that one. I learned a very hard lesson and I learned that um, people just really don't give a shit about you. (laughs) You know, some people do, but in a work situation, nine times out of 10, you the, are replaceable as fuck. And they're in it for themselves. 100%. And if that paycheck stops coming for them, it's a problem. Sure. And, um, you know, I've always been the type of person where it's like, well, if this journey ends, I'll start another one. I can do other things. Yeah. I'm a smart girl. You know? Don't make that face. <laughs> Mama didn't raise no dummy. Mama didn't raise no dummy. So she didn't. My mother didn't raise us. Absolutely She not. did not raise an idiot. And she did not raise somebody that doesn't stand up for the good. You know what I mean? Like no, I don't. I know exactly what you mean. I don't sit I back it. and 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 honestly, I, there were times where I felt like a doormat, hundred percent. Oh yeah, you said it multiple times. Felt like a doormat, and I just wasn't going to do it anymore. And I, oh, I kept telling you, stand up for yourself. You did. You absolutely did. But for me, and I always tell this to my kids too. You, you eventually you hit your limit, and once you hit your limit, you don't look back. You stop looking back, and you start looking forward. And you're like, you're, I'm done with this chapter of my life. I learned a long time ago to stop caring what other people think of me. It's a very, um, it comes very easy to you. And I guess because of, you know, the, where I spent the last 20 years being judged by certain factions of people, being judged by the audience, being judged by clients, being judged by whoever got those ratings diaries, constantly being under a microscope, you know, your ratings. I mean, everything that came out of my mouth was judged, rated. Um, complained about sometimes, you know, praised other times. So for me, what other people thought was my whole life. I can get that in your industry that you're in. 100%. Completely understand. Yeah. However, but there's what? a fine line that you need to take in control of yourself between the professional world and personal world. Right. Sometimes you take it a little too personal. Totally. And I would say sometimes, a lot All of the times, time. you know, you take things too personal. I do take things you too personally. You don't separate Mm-mm. work from pleasure. No, because work would, was my pa- passion. It was. You're right. But then you had you had your afterlife afterwards, mm-hmm. you know, but you didn't separate that. I had a very hard time separating that because nine times out of 10, my outside life was still melted with my radio life. It was. You know what I mean? Because but then people, you you were picking up the slack where others weren't doing what they were supposed to do because you were answering questions that came in at oddball hours. Or oh, I was during, 24-7. Or during hours when other people were on air mm-hmm. and they were failing to do their job. Right. And you were picking up the slack. So you were getting burned out. You oh, were, absolutely. You felt like you, you, know, you were that doormat getting walked on. Yeah, you know? yeah. So there, there's, a, there's, there's a lot of uh, contributing factors mm-hmm. to this that just you couldn't separate. But that, no, you're right. I couldn't separate. And that, I think, says a lot about how much I love radio. Oh. And I use the present tense because I still love radio. Yeah. But the, the place that I was working and the things that were going on with the people 
around me. Like I was in management. So I'm I am literally just saying the man the other management, the other pieces of that management puzzle were busted, are busted, remain busted because ain't nothing changed in that building. And that's what I couldn't do anymore. Right. And I think and what's funny and what's kind of sad is those things were brewing, but the pandemic and the election sort of made them not just brew anymore, but boil over. Oh, sure. I think a lot of people, myself included, showed their asses in 2020. Uh, I could say a lot of people. I don't know if you really showed your I, ass. I showed, I showed my ass because there were a lot of things that I had kept to myself for a very long time. Opinions, um, you know, and I, I got to a point in 2020 where I was yelling back at people. I was angry and I was not staying quiet like the good little girl that I'd been trained to be for all those years. Mm -hmm. You know, walk the line, do what they say, don't talk about things they tell you not to talk about. You know what I mean? It was very much a muzzle that you wore day in and day out. Right. And I ripped the muzzle off in 2020. And I think that's when the tide turned. Because things pissed me off. Right. And I wasn't going to sit there and pretend like they didn't piss me off anymore because I couldn't, you know? Mm. And I think a lot of people felt that way in 2020. Oh, absolutely. On every single level. Every single level. Whether it was your politics, whether it was the way you feel about race relations, whether it was the way you feel about how the generations are different. You know, I think everybody sort of took the muzzle off. Mm Mm-hmm. Which leads us to this issue that we're having now where everybody thinks that their opinion. <laughs> Everyone thinks their opinion matters. <laughs> Every, and, and I was very much raised, if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. And keep your opinions to yourself. So look, I'm going to say this now. Please do. I'm going to say this once. Yeah. Your opinion does matter. Sure. To you. To you. <laughs> However, just because I don't have the same beliefs, opinions as you. Right. And I may not like your opinion mm-hmm. and you may not like mine i still don't need you to force feed your opinion yeah. down my throat yeah. if i say i don't agree boom drop it that's, that's it. it and we move on to the next exactly. conversation exactly and we can still be friends and we can still be friends yeah. like i've got plenty of people that i do not see eye to eye on right. their issues and their whatever and that's fine yeah that's what makes people individual absolutely and everybody has different experiences yeah that's that's the greatest thing that we have here in the human race we're all individuals. Amen. Our individuality is what makes us special. Yeah. I don't need you freaking throwing whatever it is down my throat saying, oh, you need to be like me. You need to like like me. Right. No, the fuck no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I am me for a reason. Yeah, exactly. You either take me as I am yeah. or hit the road, Jack, because yeah. I don't fucking need you. Yeah. And I think the problem in radio is a lot of times, depending on the format, the music we're playing, the things oh, like yeah. that, people assume that you think a certain way. They assume that you vote a certain way. They uh-huh. assume that you have a certain opinion. And that's not necessarily true. You cannot assume that because somebody plays rock music that they are a certain way. You cannot assume that because somebody plays rap music that they are a certain way. And you cannot assume because somebody plays country music that they are a certain way. Because I will have you know, 99.999% of the people you listen to on the radio probably have the opposite opinion of what you assume. Absolutely. They are playing a role, folks. All right? right. Wall broken down. They are playing a role. They are characters on the radio in as much as an actor is a character on television or in a movie. Their music is nothing but a story. The music has nothing to do with the personalities. None. Nothing. Nothing. So if you think, oh, this is a 
conservative right wing Republican personality just because they're playing a particular country song. Guess what, folks? They're probably not. Probably not true. And exactly the opposite. Absolutely. You know, exactly the opposite, too. If you think because they're playing pop music that they have a liberal point of view, you're probably wrong. Yeah. And my philosophy in life has always been your opinion is like a penis. Okay. It's great that you have one. It's good to be proud of it. Good for you. Don't take it out in public and definitely don't try to shove it down my throat. Oh, it's just like opinions are like assholes. Everyone's got one and they all all stink. (laughs) It's true, though. It's so true, though. So, I mean, you know, if you live your life being open to anything and everything, I just think you'll be a lot happier. And that's just me, I guess. I don't, you could do you, boo boo. Do you. And the the problem I was having at the radio station was um, opinions were being shoved down my throat. Sure. And I was tired of it. And I was being told that I had to be a certain way on the radio. I was being told by people who never spoke to the audience, ever, never interacted with the audience. These people were telling me who my audience was. And they couldn't have been more wrong. Couldn't have been more wrong. Couldn't have been more wrong. Because, and, and, I, and I remember saying, do Are you in front of them ever? Did you talk to these people? Do they call you on the phone? Do they message you on Facebook, on Instagram? Do they comment on your posts? You don't know who's listening. I was in front of these people more than what these people were. Exactly. And these people were trying to tell me that we had a very small audience, a very small audience and a very particular audience. Yeah. And they don't understand that country music especially has an incredibly wide and incredibly diverse audience. That it does. Everybody from every walk of life can find something that they like on country radio. And I can say that across the board about every genre of music. Absolutely. You cannot just determine who you think the audience is because that's what you want to believe. You can't do it. Can't. Because people from all walks of life. It's impossible. They love music. Yeah. And everybody's going to pick a kind of music that they like. So anyway, yep. that concludes that rant. <laughs> I left radio. And honestly, there, um, I still have days when I'm, I cry because I miss it. Yeah, she does. And I hear it. I see it. Because I love radio. You, you were I've good. Loved, uh, you were good. I love radio. I love the mechanics of radio. I love the magic of radio. I love the audio experience. And I love that connection that you can make with somebody that you can't see. And the fans loved you. I, I loved them. But they, I mean, but they, they, they loved you. Like, I still love times? them. Well, no, yes, you do. I still but, love them. And I still love it when they come up to me and say, I, I miss, miss you. you. I miss you. Because I miss them too. Hey, when are you coming back? When I are you coming you. back? I miss you. I mean, we go out. Nothing broke my heart more. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you, but nothing broke my heart more. Nothing continues to break my heart more than them saying, I miss you because I feel like I need to apologize. And I can't. I'm not sorry. Apologize for. I can't say I'm sorry for leaving because I am not sorry for leaving. It was a horrible situation for me and it was incredibly detrimental to my mental health. I am sorry that I affected people in a negative way by leaving. Sure. And that's a, that's a, that's something you can apologize for, sure. I, I mean, because and don't please don't think I didn't think about it. I didn't torture myself. Trust me, for folks, months. When she says she tortured herself and thought about it for months, trust me, she did. 
I was ready to quit in June of 2020. That she was. I did not quit until July of 2021. So if that does not tell you how hard I fought to stay in that game and how hard I fought to make sense of all of it, I don't know what does. Well, I hear you. And it, I mean, I don't want to be dramatic, but it, it felt like a death. It felt like I was mourning the loss of radio. Sure. And from uh, my absolutely. life. Yeah. It was my career, man. Yeah, 20 years. That's almost That's as enough. old as my kids. That's like a retirement in some freaking. Yeah. And as a result, I then had to rethink literally everything. That you did. Every, and I, because there, I went through this whole thing of, oh my God, I just spent, I wasted 20 years of my life. I wasted it. I've got nothing to show for it. You know what I mean? Because I started beating myself up. Like I did nothing for the no. last 20 years. I, and at the end, because people made me feel like I sucked at my job, I felt like I must have sucked at my job because if I didn't suck at my job, I could have gotten through this. Yeah. But that bitch didn't know anything. You didn't suck at your job. I didn't suck at my job. (laughs) You did not suck. And I'm hoping that this will be a continuation of the parts of radio that I loved. That's my hope. Yeah. That's where we're at. That's where we're at. So that's what's been going on since the last time we talked. And I'm just riding them coattails, baby. <laughs> so here's the cool thing about this show is we literally have the freedom to do whatever we want with it. And we, um, so we're going to make it a an actual show. Okay. And since this is our first episode, we're just going to kind of go through these features that we've come up with. Some of them are familiar to you. Some of them you will know and you'll recognize. And I hope you'll be excited to hear them because I'm excited. I mean, I'm peachy i'm giddy <laughs> i'm i'm like hell yeah this is your is... can empty is that what you're trying to say no 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 no, no, no not at all he's no. like i am peachy i can't reach the fridge oh i could reach it that ain't a problem and that's yeah. the best thing yeah we're in our basement mm-hmm. we got booze in the fridge i got a fridge full of booze i mean we can we got we got liquor on the wall yeah i mean we've <laughs> we got do. we've we couldn't do this in the studio in the morning. It's true. It's we very can, true. We can do it here. I always wanted, and I and I think I tweeted this years ago. I wanted to do. I always want to do a radio show that is about all my favorite things, and that is on long enough for me to finish a bottle of wine. Well, shit. Let's, let's get, do it. Let's crack that cork. Here we are. I can't. What up, y'all? <laughs> all right. So the next feature that we want to get into. I know this is a terrible segue because I'm just gonna go. All right, we're done with the we're done with that part because I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'm starting to feel my face get red and I'm I'm getting heated, and I don't want to get heated. I want to have the fan fun. On. You could turn the fan on. Yeah, I want just I want to have fun. So our next feature is something that we're going to call "Say What." Say what? <laughs> right. So it's basically the you know it's something that makes us go just huh. It caught caught us by surprise. Like an article you read, something you see, uh-huh. a sports play, uh, anything. Yeah. Cut you, anything, something we just heard, some gossip, some whatever. Yep. So you have one and I have one. You go first. Oh, you want me to go first? I do want you to go first. Wow, I thought it was ladies first, but okay. No, sir, red and blue, red and blue. You're red, I'm blue. Go for it. Okay, okay. So the other day I'm at work and I had some downtime and I'm going through the internet and I'm on one of those sites and all of a sudden- Wait, one of those sites? What does that mean? Just one of the sites. One of those sites. It was a news site. It was Yahoo, Fox (laughs) News, CNN, MSNBC, whatever. One of those sites. I read them all. I don't you said w- one of those sites, and I was like, which porn site were you watching at work? Sorry, not at work, <laughs> darling. Please. No, 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 no. Excuse my coughing. Sorry. So I was on one of those news sites. I don't remember which one it was. 
and I sent it to you, and I was like, holy shit, I didn't realize Angela Lansbury was still alive. <laughs> you thought she had... I thought she, thought, had, she I thought she had passed away. Passed on years ago. Yes, I did. Angela and Lansbury, of course, from Murder, she 90, wrote. She was 95, 96, something like that. She just turned 96. Okay, so that blew my mind. Mm-hmm. And then I got to thinking, like, holy cow, could you imagine a new movie with Angela Lansbury and Betty White? Oh, my gosh. I what mean, would it be called? I have no idea, but those two ladies. <laughs> together. Together in a movie. <coughs> I'm pretty sure Betty be, White's about to turn 100. Epic. That would be epic. That'd be an epic movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, Murder She Wrote. Come on, and and gold and yeah, the Golden Girl. Yeah, come on. It would be incredible if uh, Hollywood. If you're listening, Which we know Randy you're gets some royalties on that idea if it ever happens. If you greenlight that, I give mean, us a call. Give them a reality show of them. How cool you know, would that be? Going around to these different countries or these different places. I and, feel like Angela Lansbury and Betty White have completely different personalities, and they would be amazing well, on think, screen together. Well, one's from the UK, right? One's British, and of course, obviously, Betty is you know American. I think I don't know if Angela Lansbury is British. I'd have to look that up. I'm not sure. I don't know. Maybe, Maybe. you might be right. You might be right. All I know is Betty White is hilarious. Her comedic timing is impeccable, oh. and Angela Lansbury is more of a serious actor. A little more drama, you know? She is. Uh-huh. She was born in London, United oh, Kingdom. born in London. Okay, cool. So, well, all right. So that's, that's my... interesting because I don't think I've ever heard her with a British accent. Uh, really? The way she talks? I, yeah, Even I mean... Murder, She Wrote. I knew she was from the UK. Did you really? Oh, yeah. I guess I wasn't really a like a she's big a Murder, and, She she's Wrote. She's a tea and crumpet kind of lady. A tea and crumpet kind of... I'm a tea and crumpet kind of lady. She probably drinks that Earl Grey every day. What you <laughs> talking about? All right. <laughs> You want to hear my say what? What is your say what? All right, my say what? I saw a trailer the other day for a new um, biopic being released this December, in fact, and it's called Being the Ricardos. Now, you know from being with me as long as you have that I love, I love Lucy. Right. Since way back. I used to watch it as a kid, or not, a, not the originals, the reruns, obviously. Mm, yeah, yeah. Do you know that that show has never been off the air? It's going on something like 75 years on the air. It's been on the air since the 50s. It has never taken a break. It's still on the air. And they're still getting paid. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen every single episode of I Love Lucy. I've seen the specials. I've seen the colorized versions. You got issues. I do have issues. In fact, I'm pretty sure I have a DVD collection of I Love Lucy. But anyway. I'm sure you do. They are doing this this biopic. They're releasing it in December. It's called Being the Ricardos. And Nicole Kidman is playing Lucy. Say what? <laughs> I'm so excited about this. You have a look on your face. I'd what does that look? It. I'd have to You'd see have it. You have to see the trailer. Okay, because the only reason why I say this, Nicole Kidman, okay, obviously. She's a brilliant she's actress. Brilliant actress. She's beautiful. Yeah. You know. She's it, already got the red hair. <laughs> does she though now? I mean, I mean <laughs> I I'm sorry, but she's older. Okay, but she's, when you. She's see- gone blonde, if you will. Sure. But. She fits a very specific, particular type of role. I should have had you watch this trailer before and, we started talking. But no, no, you no, 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 because this is what brings good, good. No, you're right. You're table right. Table talk. So you're not buying it. Just hearing about it, you're Just not buying it. Hearing about it, I'm not buying it because I know what I I picture Nicole. I've seen right. I mean, come on, Days of Thunder. Well, of course, okay. of course. I mean, let's just let me out of the car, Cole. Let me out of the car. Let me out of the car, Cole. Let me out of the car. But here's the thing. You will believe it when you see it. Being the Ricardos. Folks, look it up. Watch the trailer. And I would love to know what you think. You can leave comments on wherever we post this podcast. I mean, for God's sake, she was wet Thor's mom. <laughs> she was. 
I'm just saying. <laughs> You're right. She's the mother of a She's the mother of, of Aquaman. Aquaman. You're right. She was. But as Lucy Ricardo, because here's the thing about Lucy Ricardo. She was she was a force to be reckoned with. Sure. When in her heyday, so she started out on radio. Did you know that? I did not. She started out on radio doing um a radio shows. You know how back in the day they did um sitcoms on the radio. Okay. So she started out yeah. doing that. And she moved into television, and then she became a TV executive. Desi Lu Productions put on a lot of the shows that you are very familiar with. It'd be it'd be fascinating for you to to watch this because this isn't just about the show I Love Lucy. This is about Lucy and Ricky and their life together and the way that they literally took over Hollywood. And it's it's incredible. And I cannot I'm I'm drawing a complete blank on who's playing Ricky Ricardo because I wasn't real familiar with the actor, but he looked really good, like as Ricky Ricardo. He was convincing. Hmm. But Nicole Kidman playing Lucy. I have to go check it out. That's all I'm gonna say. Is she I will have to go was check it out. one of those women who back in the day, we're talking the fifties and the sixties and then the seventies and the eighties, she was one of those women that in a male dominated industry was like screw you guys, I'm doing it my way and you're just going to have to fall in line. And she was a boss. So there you go. That's okay. my say what. Everybody look up the trailer to being the Ricardos. And send uh, your requests for Angela Lansbury to do a movie with Betty White. Or that's just gotta go wish her a happy birthday. It's got to happen. Just, you know, a, a late happy, a belated. Yeah, there you go. All right, it's time for our next segment, <laughs> which I'm super excited about because this was always a favorite. When we were on the air, of I course, mean, this was the basis of us coming down here and podcasting in the first place. That is last very true. Season. So that is very now, true. It's another segment. We couldn't do this podcast without couples, couples therapy. therapy. And it's funny because when I wrote up this prep sheet and I was thinking about all of these topics and all of these segments and things, and we were thinking about what we were going to talk about for couples therapy, um, it was cold outside. Yes, it was. So it kind of doesn't apply right now because it's warmer. <laughs> However, our couple's therapy topic is the fact that it is October and it is now freezing in our house. Or it was when I wrote the prep sheet. <laughs> she says it's freezing. It's not freezing now. Well, even But it was cold. You had it. Into, it was 60 degrees in this house. Listen, listen, Linda. <laughs> so we had that front come through. Yeah, and it was chilly outside. Yes, and so my and husband what I was, did was open the window. And I love that. I love getting the fresh air. Air the uh, house out. Absolutely. We got dogs. Of course. We need to air it out. Yes. Okay. Right, okay. So I mean, listen to Tony here. He's gonna <laughs> tell you what's up. But then it was like forty degrees overnight and the windows stayed open. And it dropped to sixty degrees in his house and it was glorious. He thought it was glorious. It was glorious. I was frozen. Listen, my nose want, was cold. My hands were cold. My feet were cold. You drop me a line and let me know what you think about this. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I guarantee you, I have. But more it people takes to say. us back to the old argument: who controls the thermostat? And all I did was turn it off. I know. <laughs> That's it. But here's the thing about our thermostat: I'm not very good at operating it. And I'm okay with that. It's a digital thermostat, and I'm kind of like lost in the sauce when I try to mess with it. And that's the funniest thing ever. <laughs> She's it's digital. She's got digital phone, digital computer, sure. digital this. She's very. But I push buttons on the thermostat, and nothing happens. And I'm okay with that, y'all. <laughs> Just he saying. He doesn't want me to know how to run the thermostat because he likes to control 
the thermostat. It's not about controlling And what's interesting it. is, okay, and so I'm sure people remember from couples therapy of the past that um, <clears throat> it's not just us in the house. Obviously, we have our two dogs, but your sister also lives with us because she is stationed in D.C. right now. Yes. She's in the Coast Guard. Um, her and her husband live in the Virginia Beach area, but they are here. She's here mm-hmm. stationed up north. And so she lives with us. The two of you, and I don't know if it's just a Powell thing, but the two of you love to be cold. You love it. You sleep with the windows open. You want to be freezing. And that's just your thing. Because and I she's a tiny little thing. She is. And she loves it cold. I, I, I sleep better, breathe better. You are hot-blooded individuals, both of you. You say well, listen, you see, sleep better and you breathe better, but both of you have been stuffy and, and running like saline up your noses for the last week. Well, that's because, you know, I. it's cold in here. That's why. No, it's because back, uh, what, a few months ago, I went and got an allergy test and found out I'm allergic to everything in the damn world. Including dogs. Including <laughs> dogs. <laughs> I've, had this do- I've had my dog, Kimber, who's sitting on the couch right by me right yep, now. Because she never goes us. anywhere no. until, you know. And she's on her I've couch. Been, this is her, her couch. couch that I bought when yep. I first moved in this house. And it's just kind of I been baby. kept. However... Girl. Yeah. I've had her for 11, 10, 11 years. Yeah. So this brings up a very good question. At what point in your life did you decide and or were told that you're allergic to cats? Because when I met you, I had two cats. And you were deathly allergic to cats. Can't have the cats around. No cats, no cats, no cats. And that's all I ever heard about. But the truth is. Well, at the time, you I didn't, didn't know. know. But until I felt like I was having an anaphylactic shock <laughs> right. that one day, you know, and then, you know, but there I'm was, saying there was like that. at some point during your childhood, you must have been told you were allergic to cats. And no, so you started to believe you were allergic no, to cats. And no. so, no, I never told you I was allergic to cats. Yes, you did. Except uh, we, we found out I was in. No, 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 no. Even before that, you were like, oh, I'm allergic. No. I get stuffy every time I come to your house. Uh-huh. No. Uh-huh. Yes, you did. No, <laughs> I never said I was allergic. And so, okay, the incident happened where you thought you were going into anaphylaxis shock. And I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. Anaphylaxis. Anyway. Anaphylaxis. He thought he was suffocating. He thought he was having a heart attack. Is what I was said. having a psychedelic trip. Like I mean, <laughs> perhaps it was when I slipped into your drink. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just ooh, kidding. <laughs> let me tell you, that was not a good feeling. And then I got yelled at by our nurse friend. Like, why didn't you go to the emergency room? He's like, I went home, took a shower, went to bed. Felt like I was having a heart attack. Ah, I took some. Benadryl. Everything's fine. I took some Benadryl. It's just some damn cats. And we fast forward to this year, you finally go to an allergist because you are tired of not being able to breathe. Right. And you're thinking you have environmental allergies, um, cat allergies. Did you think of anything else? You know, like your hay fever, ragweed, whatever, whatever. You must be allergic to some plant, right? Is what you were thinking. You go in, they do all the scratch tests. And I still remember this day because you you were sending me pictures of your skin. All bubbled up. (laughs) Bubbled up in bright red. And I remember being like, what's number three? <laughs> and you said, dogs. <laughs> I'll be God bless America if that freaking bump wasn't the biggest either. The biggest. And the cat bump was there, but it was nowhere near as big. It was big about as a second dog. as big. It was, about, it was underneath the dog one. Yeah. So he's more allergic to dogs than cats. And here we are with our two very hairy dogs. <laughs> Go freaking figure. Mm-hmm. But nothing changes because we love our dogs. Randy just gets shots now. <laughs> yeah. And the shots stuffy made your nose all stuffy. So you're saying that that's why your nose was stuffy. Is why? Not because it was freezing cold in the house. No. 
Okay. No, okay. it's not because it's freezing cold in the house. Well, it's not freezing cold today. Well, today as we're recording, right it's now it's not. warm and nice. But I'll have you know, for the record, we have not turned on the heat or anything like that. And that's because I couldn't I figure out how to do it if I wanted to. Well, it's only October. We don't need the heat just yet. I will agree with you on that. We got blankets. Uh huh. Yeah, Cover I do. Up. I have, and so that's another couples therapy um, segment that we've done in the past. Our blanket situation. We use the Swedish sleeping method, which I highly recommend for all couples. Absolutely. We have our own comforters. There's two comforters on our bed, mine and his. Yes. His is a light, almost a little thicker than a sheet. <laughs> it is. It's a little and bit. And mine is fur. It's thicker than that. <laughs> it's a little thicker than a sheet. It's a bedspread. It is a bedspread, but it's thicker. It's yeah. a lot thicker than a sheet. It's a little thicker than a sheet. Don't let her tell you lies. <laughs> I love you. I love you. Even if you want me to freeze to death. You have a thick blanket. <laughs> you have you sweatshirts. Have Leave me alone. A big UGG blanket. There's no reason why you should freeze. I have a cuddle dudge blanket, first of all. Oh, there's another furry. That's okay. There's a furry cuddle dudge, and there's also <laughs> a bigger furry UGG blanket in there, too. You're right. Yep. That's thick. And we have a, I have a warm dog that definitely keeps me warm at night. No, she keeps me warm at <laughs> night. Don't even go there. Uh, so, you know, couples therapy. We had to bring it back. We had to bring it back. As you can see, we have a lot of therapy. I love couples therapy. It's my favorite. Um, before we move on to the next segment, though, we got to shout out our amazing sponsors. And by the way, if you want to become an amazing sponsor of Words and Music, you can go to wordsandmusicpodcast.com and sign up to be a VIP. Click the link. Click the link. I've always wanted to say that. Yeah. Click the link. Click the link. Our VIPs. Otherwise known as our very important podcast sponsors are as follows. Did you come up with that all by yourself? I did. That's very I'm clever. I'm super proud of That's it, so too. so clever. <clears throat> you want to go first? Are you reading or you want me to? How about you read one, I'll read one, and then you read the other one. Sure. We have three fabulous sponsors right now. Healthy Beginnings, keeping you skinny, sexy, strong, and satisfied in 2021. Visit healthybeginningswellness.com. Healthy Beginnings, Wellness and Aesthetics, which, of course, we go to twice a week. Get our for our red light therapy. Red light therapy, and then on Saturdays we get our mic injections. That's right, our vitamin, vitamin cocktails, cocktails, which have legit kept us healthy for the last three years. Damn right, swear by them. Absolutely, healthy beginnings, wellness and aesthetics. Go to healthybeginningswellness.com. Our other sponsor, of course, I couldn't not shout out the uh, the the career, the new career I have chosen as the vice president of marketing for Nine Hammers. Your local experts in roofing, siding, windows, doors, gutters, decks, heating, and air conditioning. Visit ninehammers.com. And I don't know where the nine hammers comes from. It's just really, you know, it's easy to find on the internet. So <laughs> there you go, ninehammers.com. There you go. And our third and final sponsor as of right now, once again, if you want to become a very important podcast sponsor, one of our VIPs, go to wordsandmusicpodcast.com and get yourself signed up like Cowboy Jacks did. Cowboy Jacks, the best happy hour in town, 3 to 7 p.m., seven days a week, Plank Road, Fredericksburg. Follow Cowboy Jacks on Facebook for specials and events. Big shout out to Samantha. Sam, you're the, you're the greatest. You're the best over at Cowboy Jacks. Make we sure love you give them Sam. some love. Oh my gosh. Sam's awesome. She's incredible. She's just awesome. She is awesome. And uh, they make some damn good burgers over there at Cowboy Jacks. Mm -hmm. And it's, yeah, it's still, burgers are on special every Wednesday. Bur their burgers are good. Oh, so good. They're real good. Yeah. All right. You ready to move on to our next segment? I mean. Which is another favorite. What the fork? 
<laughs> what the actual fork? What the actual fork? So we had some friends over. We had a yes. We had some friends over. We had a gathering. It happened to have been shortly after one of our friends' birthdays, and so we had to celebrate. Of course, we had to celebrate. Right, and I wanted to get a red velvet cake because I know that that's her favorite. Oh, I said either and red yours. velvet cake or red velvet cupcakes. Something red velvet. Uh, the problem is her husband's very particular about his desserts. <laughs> so I knew red velvet was not going to please everyone in the room. And we also have another friend who is, as we like to refer to him as a cookie monster. He is a legit human cookie monster. Basic cookie monster. If like, there are cookies, oh. he gets very excited. Yep, here we go. Another Jack Daniels. There you go. Tennessee honey in a can. We brought those back from Minnesota, didn't we? Can. In a can. Yep, in Minnesota. All right, so... Um, because we were having these folks over and I knew I couldn't just do red velvet because it wouldn't go over well with everybody. I thought, you know what? Let's get some cookies. My girlfriend Anne suggested she swing by Crumble Cookies in Central Park. I was like, okay, let me go take a look at Crumble Cookies. I downloaded their app and found out you can have them delivered. Delivered. Which is dangerous. <laughs> let me tell you, when she's looking at this in bed, and she tells me, oh my God, I am going to order these for delivery. Mm-hmm. I did it on a Tuesday. Our party was on a Saturday. On Tuesday, I scheduled delivery for 6.30 on Saturday. Would you know it? 6.30, they showed up. <laughs> the cookies came right to the door. Talk about. They were still warm. <laughs> That's all I got to say. They were still warm. Right. Oh, my God. These cookies, though. So you hear the, the, the smile through <sighs> the microphone. You should see your face. Like, <sighs> it was legit. Yeah. These little giddy girls. We got two dozen. Yes. We First did. of all, which was way too many. <laughs> not at all. I did not realize the size of a crumble cookie. And I should have because they also sell a cookie cutter, which I bought <laughs> because I'm a sucker. <laughs> What's yes. that? Oh, I need a cookie cutter to make four perfect cookie slices. When you can use a pizza cutter. I was like, okay, cool. So I got a cookie cutter and I'm thinking to myself, man, if they suggest you cut them into four, they must be huge. Oh, they were. No, they were huge. <laughs> they were big and they were warm and they were delicious. Hands down. Oh my gosh. Some of the best cookies mm-hmm. I've ever had. We had a frosted sugar cookie. Yes. There was an Augie mint, which frosted was frosted sugar cookie that had the almond extract. Yes. That had, one I wasn't too big of a fan of. Oh my of. god, I loved it. It was so delicious. Yep. There was a mint one that had a mint frosting, and then the cookie itself, I believe, was cookies and cream, right? It had like Oreos in it. I I like that one. There was a chocolate chunk, which was a fave. That one. There was a brownie cookie. It was (laughs) a. It was like oh oh my god! It was like a cookie with brownie cut pieces of brownie on top of it. That one was my fave. And the chocolate cookie itself was like a brownie. So there was that. There was a. um, Let me think. Pumpkin and cream cheese. Pumpkin and cream cheese. My second fave. Which was like cake. It was so good. Oh, it was it was to die for. Yeah, seriously, it was like a pumpkin cheesecake type cookie. Yeah, I it think was. That's it. Um, no, there no, were there more. Was a sprinkle. No. Oh yeah, yeah, funfetti. Funfetti. There was funfetti, which was also delicious. Mm. It was legit like a funfetti cake in cookie form. Yeah, I think that's all of them. So we got two dozen, which was like you know a couple of each. Like I think we had ended up with like four of each. Yeah. I ate those damn cookies for a week. And I don't have any regrets. Hold on, you hear that? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I said I don't have any regrets. I have no. I feel no shame. I ate one. I ate. I, I say a cookie. I ate a quarter of a cookie every morning for breakfast with my coffee. Yeah, she did. It's like a mini little pizza slice. Mm, so slice good. cookie. So good. Highly uh, recommend 
all of the thumbs up. And the fact that we kept going back mm-hmm. and that we left them in the box, mm-hmm. they were either on our stove or got moved to our dining room table. They did. And they were just sitting in the box. They were just sitting in the box. For a week, folks. And they're still soft. They were still soft and they were still delicious. Oh, amazing. Highly recommend Crumble Cookies. If you have one in your area, download the app. <laughs> <laughs> because oh, you don't yeah. have to feel shame going in there <laughs> and buying two dozen. You can just have them delivered. Delivered, folks. That was the best thing ever. Make sure you tip your delivery driver. Oh, yes, yes, yes. He was a hero of ours that night. He was like, have a fun night, ladies. We were like, they're still warm. We were just all dying that they were still warm when they were delivered. Oh, my God. All right. That's what the fork. What the fork. <sighs> I'm almost out. Do you need another one? No, I'm okay right now. Okay. Thanks, though. You're very welcome. So uh, the next two features for us are going to be brand new features. We don't know if they'll work or not. You guys can tell us. Let us know. Let us know if you like these, if you think they suck, you know. Or if you want to chip in, give me some ideas. Give us some suggestions. This next segment is called the Red and Blue Download. Okay, so it's going to be something where red will suggest something to download and then blue will suggest something to download. You're first. I'm first. Mm-hmm. Man. It could be anything. Could uh, be a song, um, a game, an app, a entire album, I mean, we basically all show. have iPhones and Android phones. Uh, we Google all download things every day. Absolutely we do, whether it's for personal or work. So... What I've downloaded recently is the new Zach Brown Band album, The Comeback. I um, love Zach Brown Band. You know, with songs like The Same Boat and Old Love Song. Um, you know, what do you have, The Same Boat? Same Boat. You know, oh, I, that song's been on the radio. It's been on the radio. Yeah, That's yeah, one of their most song. popular ones. You uh-huh. know, we could all believe in uh, what we believe and peace- peacefully agree to disagree, but we can't judge a man until you walk a country mile in his shoes. Amen. That's one of the greatest lines of That's that, a great that line. song. Mm-hmm. Um, and in an uh, old love song. I listened to that and I was like, oh man, that's this just it, it it's, it's an, an old, old love song. Nostalgic, really sweet love song. You know, with lyrics like, I'm gonna need a symphony, an unchained melody. Oh, can't you see what you mean to me, baby? Let's stay <laughs> Sing to- it. let's stay together, slow dance forever and ever. Amen. Standing by me, stand by me, my darling. You keep me feeling keep me free falling when you say nothing at at all, girl. Put your records on. Let me love you like an old love song. I get it. They're naming all these old love songs and the lyrics. Okay, yeah. I mean, there was um, Unchained Melody, Symphony, and there was Let's Stay Together. There was Forever and Ever, Amen, Stand By Me, Free Fallen, When You Say Nothing At All. I love it. So Put your records on. Let me love you like an old love song. You know, this is a new album from them, Back to Their Old Roots. You know, so back it's, to their country it, roots. What, the, what was the last one called? The Lion or something like that? Uh, it was it was an interesting choice it, it for Zach a, Brown. It was, a, it was a pop phase. Sort of a pop techno, electro yeah. dance weirdness. Electro pop. That, yeah. That's what, what they said. And, and you know, I heard him, uh, I heard him speak. I was listening to uh, Sirius XM. Right. The Highway. Stormy Warren Show. Stormy Warren Show. He's and a big fan of the Stormy Warren Show, which used to piss me off. It, it, it did really piss her <laughs> like, off. What are you doing listening to that? I'm on the air. Because there's certain parts of my drive that literally the, I don't get, you know, feed from yeah. the station because, you know, that station only had mm-hmm. so big of a signal. Mm-hmm. 
So anyway, I was listening to the Stormy Warren show. But anyway, I heard you know they. I were, have no nothing but love for Stormy Warren. By the way, he does a great job. So they were talking to, to Zach Brown, and you know he was saying, you know, we kind of went back to our roots, basically. Zach's an and interesting interview. He is a very interesting interview. He's fun to listen to. Yeah. So it was like you know we yeah, we did this pop thing, and I remember I remember this distinctly because. You know, he he won some awards for, you know, in this pop album, you know, this, that, and the other. And he said, there was something he said because people were just trashing the album. Because personally, I believe that that album was not that good. Was it The Owl? I believe so. Okay. I believe so. I know it was an animal. So, (laughs) you know, because it was a lot of popish and a lot of electro and it just, it wasn't the Zach Brown that we love. So a lot of people were trashing it. Mm -hmm. There were a few songs on there that I liked. Yeah. Other than that. I it wasn't my favorite album. Anyway, he was basically telling you know the, the world and the audience to you know shove it, sit on it. Right. This is our music, right? This you need to take you us, take or it or leave it, or leave it. But then it was funny to hear him say, "Yeah, know, maybe that wasn't the best. It idea. wasn't the best idea to do." <laughs> and we're back, we're back where In we belong. Retrospect, you know what yeah. I mean. So it's like he didn't necessarily admit, didn't talk about the path. But you know, you know what? Here's the thing, though: it, it, being experimental with your music is an important part of anybody's musical journey. Sure. You got to figure out what works and what doesn't work. And when it comes to the Zach Brown band, you and I have seen them live on stage oh. in in a in a very unique situation. Yeah. It wasn't a concert. It was a country radio seminar mm. where they were they were there to entertain the lunch crowd for one of their labels, right? Warner, wasn't it? Or whatever uh, whatever label, label was, they're yeah. on, UMG, whatever, I don't remember. But anyway, they came out and they I remember just being in awe. First of all, Zach Brown Band is the only country band I know of with a horn section. Yeah, no kidding. They bring like 15 people out on stage when they come out. 15? I was counting. 15 it, to 20. Yeah, yeah it, it's easy. incredible what he does on a stage. But then he was doing, they did a Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. When's the last time you heard a country band sing Bohemian Rhapsody? And they killed it. That's the thing I love about Zach Brown Band. Oh, he can do whatever. They can do whatever. And their albums show that. But there was an album, and I don't even, I'm terrible at remembering the names of these uh, once they've left my consciousness. You know, I'm not, I'm not good at it. So, but it was an album that came out maybe before The Owl, The Lion, whatever the hell that was, <laughs> <laughs> that was a little bit of everything. And I remember, I didn't realize it. My daughter was telling me, she's like, Mom, have you heard the new Zach Brown? Because it's literally, if you want a little pop, it's got it. If you want rock and roll, it's got it. If you want some beach island music, it's got it. If you want country, straight up down home chicken fried country, like he can do. Oh, yeah. It was everything. And Passing everything Georgia in Georgia Clay country. Yeah. Literally everything in the kitchen sink. That's one of the new song, labels of the new song, Georgia Clay. Georgia Clay. Georgia Clay. I, I love Zach Brown, man. Oh, I, I'm a huge fan. And I respect everything he does because he's incredibly talented. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So that's your download? That's my you download. You suggest everybody go download the Zach Brown band yeah, I album. I suggest that. The Comeback. The Comeback. All right. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> had to make a comeback after that yeah. last album. Ironically, my suggested download for this time around is also an album. And it is the new album from Carly Pierce. She's amazing. I love her. Not only is she good looking. Oh, she's gorgeous. But that woman has got some pipes. Yes, she does. I mean, she's she's incredible pipes. Amazing. And I have loved Carly Pierce for years. I've loved Carly Pierce way back when, since she was a brand new um, artist on the scene. And then I love Carly Pierce because she slid into Michael Ray's DMs and snagged her some man chicken. (laughs) Right? And then that whirlwind romance went sour. 
And yeah. I was brokenhearted for her because I also love Michael Ray. Right. I got to interview him. I got to sit with him. When he was first coming out, he was opening for Alabama 2015. We got to go backstage and interview him and sit with him and hang out with him. And I thought he was one of the nicest artists I had ever met. And we had such a great interview. And I was really pulling for him. You know, the, the, the anyway, I was yeah. pulling for him. Yeah. Things did not go well. They ended up divorced within a year, just a few months. I want to say they were only together for like eight months. Something like that. It, and it was, it was quick. Very. And when something like that happens, it's a very good indication that it, somebody did not disclose who they really were in the beginning. You know what I mean? The, sure. Somebody put on a good show. And when the curtain came down after things got real, and this was during the pandemic. So things got real and she had to leave. And she was heartbroken. But I'll tell you what, the best albums come out of those kinds of situations. Amen. Because the, the passion that she put into this album, it's called 29 Written in Stone, Get You the Video Deluxe Version, because it has a couple of extra songs on it. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Including, there's a song called Diamondback. So nobody does a breakup album better than Taylor Swift. <laughs> Okay. Ain't that the fact? <laughs> That's just everybody knows that. Don't break up with Tay Tay. Don't break up with Tay Tay. You will end up on her next album. Yes, you will. Period. You better marry her if you're going to date her. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Same thing with Carly Pierce. She killed this album. She went. She went ham. She one hundred percent roasted. She in and she can say, well, you know, it's not really necessarily about Michael. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, what's 100%? Don't. <laughs> There's a song called Diamondback, and I love a good revenge tune. And that's what's funny. Uh, that's what's most fun, I think, about female country singers is if they love you, they're going to love you forever. But if you piss them off, you're dead. <laughs> they will kill you in a song. They will bury you, pull the black Cadillac up next to you, and right away. <laughs> they don't care. Wah, they'll trash wah, your truck. Wah. They'll burn your house down. <laughs> they'll put you six feet under. This song is about you ain't getting your diamond back, which is amazing. It's called Diamondback, and it has a line that says, you can keep the dog in the Cadillac, but you ain't getting this diamond back, <laughs> which I just think is cute. I heard, yeah, I haven't yeah. downloaded the album, but I heard that because Carly took over the highway, uh-huh. and they were playing a song, yeah. you know, every hour on yes, the hour, Yes, and yep. they actually played that on one day when I was on the way home. It's sassy, and I like oh, it. Oh, it was very, that was, <laughs> yeah, it was a good song. Yeah, but the best song on the album going with this in my humble opinion the best song on the album is never wanted to be that girl featuring gee who's it featuring honey my favorite ashley mcbride good old ashley oh my god it's a classic song too it's about a guy who's playing two women and both of them find out and they feel like shit about themselves which is the reality of that situation I've been on both sides of that coin where you find out the guy that you're just like super interested in and super excited about has somebody at home he didn't tell you about. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. And then I've also been on the other side of that coin where your man who you think is committed to you, all of a sudden you find out he's got someone on the side. Uh-oh. And that song, Never Wanted to Be That Girl, is so like, I mean, it's a it's a kick in the gut. It's a powerful song. It's a very powerful song. Very powerful. Very powerful. Very and I highly suggest, as my red and blue download for this episode of the podcast, the new Carly Pierce album, 29, written in stone, but seriously, get you the video deluxe edition. Download it today. You will not be sorry.
There you go. There you go. There you go. Right on. Let me see. I'm going to check the time, see how long we've been doing this. Check the timer. Oh, we're just over an hour. That's not too bad. No, not too bad at all. We I still... mean, we'll, we'll clean it up as we move along. We no, won't we won't. Necessarily... No editing. No, 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 no. Oh, no, you mean no. It in future episodes? In future episodes, we won't be explaining how we're doing Right. Things. This is an introduction to the new no, show. No, this is the new us. Mm -hmm. The new... new. Here's the thing. Red we're trying blue. to give you an alternative to listen to on the way to work. You know. Because we know the one that replaced me sucks. <laughs> Sorry, did I say that out loud? <laughs> I mean, you're only repeating what is being told what to everybody you tells from me. listeners that inbox you and say, we miss uh, you, come back, our new our morning The drive. new morning show sucks. The new morning show sucks. It's not the same without you. But, mean, you know. we're, seriously, I mean, she shows them to me. She screenshots. Y'all are saying this. It's Constantly. not us. No. And people show up and, and you, you see us out in public and they're like, when you coming back, the, 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 please sucks. I can't All listen right. to the radio station anymore. So anyway, we're giving you an alternative. Yep. That's the point of this. And we wanted it to be kind of fun. So it'll be a work in progress. We'll add things. We'll take things out. But one thing we will not do is I will not edit this podcast. Whatever we say is what we say. And that's what's going out there. Shit. Oops. <laughs> even that. Even that. Bloopers and all. That's fine. I need a, can you? Crack me a bottle, please. She just said refill me. Or I'll do it. You're just on the side of the fridge. That's all. <laughs> While he walks away and grabs me another Not Your Father's Root Beer, by the way, highly recommend. Not Your Father's Root Beer, somebody knows them. They If they want to sponsor me, um, be much appreciated because sometimes it's hard to find. As a matter of fact, we just went to, we went through this whole thing where there were no Not Your Father's Root Beers at the store. None. And I think... It had a little bit to do with the fact that I told people where they could find them because <laughs> it, it was hard to find them. And then I'm like, oh, they're at the Weiss by my house. And then suddenly the damn shelf's empty every time we go in there. Yeah, so well, whoever you are. Well, who's the reason why we I emptied, hope you enjoy them. Who's the reason why we emptied it now? <laughs> I am. Exactly. <laughs> because I went in there the other day and I saw that the shelf was full. So four six packs will full. fit from front to back uh -huh. or from back to front, if you will, uh -huh. to the front door. She grabbed one. I grabbed one because I didn't want to look like a drunk. And I also didn't have a cart. So I she couldn't, couldn't go back all. and get a cart. No. So what she does, she comes home and tells me about it. And then there was something that we didn't have enough of when we were cooking dinner. Yeah. So I needed I, more noodles. I had to go run and get the noodles. And she goes, hey. <laughs> By the way. If you want to take my cart and pick up the rest of those. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, hon. My so fridge I is look like the drunk. But I'm okay with that. See? You care a lot less about what people think of you. That's right. Taking a full circle, baby. Taking a full circle. All right. Our final segment of the podcast. I, know I haven't decided on a, a name yet. I, I figured the topic would be just to, for each of us to spew a random opinion. I, I like the topic. Yeah. This some bullshit. Or this some bullshit. Like this we some can, bullshit. We can call it this some bullshit. Like, like, come on, man. It's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite memes. There's a cat and he's like covered all the way up in a blanket. And the caption is just, this some bullshit. <laughs> yes. Because yes. how many times do you say that during the day? I say it a lot. I say it all the time. This some bullshit. This some bullshit. So here's our new segment. This some bullshit. You ready? No, I'm ready. <laughs> all right. This could, get, this could get dangerous. This could get dangerous. Um, it's your turn. It's my turn. Yes. You have to, you have to go first. Okay. What's your, so, this some bullshit. All right. So my this some bullshit <laughs> is, it's hockey season. Mm -hmm. So- Go Caps. That's right. Go Caps. So if you don't know, the hockey rights, TV rights, mm -hmm. have moved from NBC to ESPN this year. Okay. So when it was NBC, 
NBC has, you know, Washington Sports Network, which is an NBC channel. So I could watch. We never had a problem watching the Caps games last year. We have Fios, by the way, just right. in case so, anybody's curious. So we what have we're watching it on the NBC Sports Network. Yeah. All right. So we're into this was a couple weeks ago. We're in game two of the season. Game two or three of the season. Right. I'm having to go download a damn app on my freaking iPhone or freaking my Apple TV to watch and the fucking game. And then airplane it up onto the television so that we can watch it. Like, no. I, I pay a hundred and some odd dollars for cable. I expect to be able to watch damn the hockey game. Especially well, a local is, team. We are exactly. home team fans, folks. We, we're <laughs> in the market for the Washington Capitals. Yeah. Like, we're 45 minutes from D.C. Right. Like, this is the we've market. We've been to a game. Like, yeah. we've been to plenty of games. We yeah. plan on going to more games. Yeah. However, comma, I... In the market, as a customer uh-huh. and a fan, should not have to go download some stupid app <laughs> to watch the fucking game. Okay, Ooh, he dropped the f bomb and, and everything. Not only that, mm-hmm. on TNT. Oh, what? Like you're mad about it being on TNT? I had to go download a TNT app. Oh, it's just not something you would have downloaded. It's not, it's not something I'll download. Any other realm. Other than I got to watch this so hockey listen, game. I have the Fox Sports app. Uh-huh. I've got the ESPN app. Right. I've got the NBC app. Right. I've got all those sports apps. We even apps. pay for ESPN Plus. Right, we, have the we bundle. do. And yeah. that's why we got the, we were able to watch the game. Right. No, it was on TNT. Anyway, <laughs> there was something that I... Yeah. But regardless of the fact, I'm in market. I shouldn't have to download a damn app yeah. to watch my in-market team. It's all because of that new... The, the new TV rights. Whatever the contract bullshit. is now. So here's the thing. Uh-huh. There's four more games that we're going to have to watch on the app. Really? Yeah. The same app? The same or app. Or different app. I think okay, the, the same I app. I think the same app. Better not, be the same app. I don't know. That, someone posted <laughs> the schedule. I need to go. I need to double check that. But still, yeah. to me, that's some bullshit. That's some bullshit. I agree 100%. Because you're right. Why make it harder, especially for your hometown fans, to watch the game? Even though they probably make it harder for you to watch game because they think that that will prompt you to buy a ticket to the game and go to DC and watch the damn game. But at the same time, they know everyone they can't. don't want a big crowd in that stadium because of COVID and all the stuff that you have to go through. Right? right. Like you, you can't win. You can't you can. win. That's some bullshit. This my boat. That's some bullshit. All right. My turn. Your turn. What is your this some bullshit? I learned a new word in 2021. <laughs> yeah you did. Why don't you explain it to us? <laughs> It's a synonym for bullshit. <laughs> Keep on preaching. <laughs> the word is parosmia. I don't even know if I'm saying it right because I've never actually heard anyone say it. Parosmia. Parosmia. P-A-R-O-S-M-I-A. Google it, folks. Because it's it is, real. It is real and it is what I and thousands of others are dealing with post-COVID. Yes. And it's some bullshit. Very much so. It is um, essentially just you know, put simplifying it down to the lowest common denom- denom- denominator. Denominator. <laughs> Thank you. It is the altered sense of taste and smell. So one thing that COVID can do and has done to yours truly is jack your olfactory bulb all up. Right. That is what makes you smell foods and you know other smells um when i had covid back in january of 2021 i lost both my sense of taste and smell gone poof see ya see ya sayonara it was like day three all of a sudden i was like if i'm honest i can't taste anything 
I can't smell anything. Which really broke my heart because I was making her some really good soups. He was. He was making me all kinds of good food. I had a craving for cupcakes. My daughter made like three dozen cupcakes. She couldn't taste a single couldn't damn taste one a of them. Fucking thing. Post COVID, I started to get my sense of smell and taste back, but it was altered. I could, um, I could taste sweet. I could taste bitter. I could taste salty, but I didn't know what you know, I couldn't taste the actual flavor. So what I have learned in the months since is that you have your smell in your nose. You have your taste on your tongue. The two of them together create the flavor of what you interpret from a food or uh, an environmental thing, right? I started to notice that I was smelling things that weren't really there. One of the biggest ones was cigarette smoke. For weeks, I smelled cigarette smoke all the time. Which made me sick to my stomach. I started to taste things, certain things I could taste, and they tasted right. And then I started to notice shit was tasting real weird. One of the first things I noticed that tasted funny was my toothpaste. (laughs) My minty crest toothpaste tastes like I'm licking an oil slick off an asphalt driveway in the hot sun that somebody also dripped hot garbage onto. I mean, it's just, it's the most foul and rancid smell ever. Um, so the no taste and no smell is called anemos, anosmia, and yeah, A-N-O-S-M-I-A, okay? The distorted sense of taste and smell is called perosmia. And then there's something called phantosmia, phantosmia, phantosmia. That's where you smell shit that's not actually there. And so for like weeks, I smelled cigarette smoke. That phantom smell. Phantom smell. And then I smelled um, fertilizer for several weeks. And that was in the spring, mm-hmm. back in the spring, because I, I caught a huge whiff of fertilizer at my mother's house. Yes. And then I smelled it for weeks. Couldn't get it out of my nose. Right. And then there was a time I was barbecuing, um, and the smoker was also on. Yes. And I got the smoke from the smoker in my nose. Like and I just got a- smelled smoke all, yep. And I, so I smelled smoker smoke, which is different. I smelled like a particular kind of wood smoke. Right. Right? Oh, yeah. It's different than the cigarette smoke I had been smelling. But anyway, these days, things are just, they're starting to come back from uh, you know, everything that I learn about it. Um, the only cure is time. Your old factory bulb is jacked. And the nerves have been completely burned off by COVID. And those little nerve endings, when they finally grow back, they regenerate, they plug in sort of to the wrong, they don't know where to go. So they're like plugging into the wrong cells and that's why things are twisted. So every week it's a little something different. And a lot of the foods that I eat and the things that I smell are horrible. Which has changed how we eat (sighs) these days. Which, of course, I have guilt about that. She shouldn't because it's not her fault. But it sucks. And it's not something that anybody else can understand. But I mean, I mean, there's judging by the fact that in a, one particular Facebook group that I'm in, there are 38,000 members. A lot of people are suffering from this. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't seem like doctors have any idea what the hell to do. There's no treatment. There's no, I mean, there people are trying different weird things like smacking each other in the back of the head. <laughs> flicking each other in the back of the head at the base of the skull. Uh, He's like, you, you want me to try you that? Me to help you out, baby. <laughs> Apparently it works for a second or two and then it goes back, right? So it's some bullshit, okay? It's some bullshit because it has affected the way that I eat. It has affected what I can and can't cook. 
Because onions and garlic are like the two biggest triggers. I get no garlic in my food, y'all. I'm sorry. And then garlic and onions are my favorite things. I get no garlic. They are legit my favorite. I love garlic. I love garlic. You don't even understand. I've got onions, three different kinds of onions in my garden right now. And I can't eat any of them because they will legit make me sick. But I love garlic. I know you do. <laughs> Believe me, I love everything. garlic too. And everything we want to cook lately has garlic in it. And we have to take yeah. garlic out. Uh huh. We have to take the garlic out. We have to take the onions out. But here's the thing. This is the biggest piece of bullshit. You don't realize how many things have onion powder and oh, garlic know. powder in them. Like I think the first thing that blew my mind was cheddar, harvest cheddar sun chips. They're yep. cheesy chips. Why would they have onion powder in them? And guess what, folks? They do. They do. So do cheddar cheese, Pringles, freaking onion powder. What was it? Uh, Chex Mix. Chex Mix. Cheddar cheese, Chex Mix. White Chex cheddar, Chex Mix. Added in it. Onion powder. And uh, onion, and for whatever reason, and I don't even know how to describe the smell, but it is hot garbage. It smells so bad. And it makes my, like I go to the grocery store now and I get an upset stomach. Just from all the smells in the air, and yeah. then the thought of cooking the food, I, I sit there and I hold my stomach because it hurts, and it's miserable, and I don't want to cook anymore, and that sucks for me because I love to cook. I thought I was a good cook. I used to be a good cook. Mm -hmm. Was I a good cook? You were a great cook. And I can't cook it. I mean, I cook. It's getting better. That's the thing. Like the longer that it goes on, and we're talking what we're like nine months out from COVID at this point, ten months. I had COVID at the end of January, early February. The The things started to really go sideways in June. It's now November, almost November. So we're, yeah. we are at like 10, 11 months. I'm hoping that things are going to get better. But I just want to say, if you're suffering from this, I understand. You're not alone, You're man. not alone, man. And I have run into people locally that oh, have, have. Yeah. Oh, I have yeah. run into people locally that are like, oh, my God, I'm doing the same thing. I'm dealing with the same I'm thing. I'm dealing with the same stuff, yeah. I, in fact, had a coworker who ended up in, she was in a very, very, very extremely um, you know, stressful case of this, plus a lot of other shit that was going on in her life. She ended up in treatment for anorexia because she couldn't eat anything. Mm -hmm. Nothing, because everything made her sick. And, you know, it can be very, very serious. So if somebody comes to you and says they had COVID and now things taste funny, believe them. It's They're real. not making it up. Okay. And it's some bullshit. Some bullshit. It is some bullshit. But, and it would also explain why you haven't seen us out at restaurants very often in the last few months. And we are the kind of people that support local restaurants. We love supporting local. I love supporting local artists and music and all of that stuff. But I can't go to barbecue joints. Because nope. meat is a trigger. I can't drink wine. So you won't see me at a winery because wine tastes legit like acetone nail polish remover. And that is some bullshit. <laughs> and because my wife loves some wine. Oh, my God. I have a full folks, wine fridge. It's full. We've gone through like two types of memberships for different wineries. So mm -hmm. trust me when I say and she I have loves six bottles of wine to pick up. Wine. I know you do. Yeah. Just all the charge. <laughs> But folks, that will explain why one of the things I am drinking these days is not your father's root beer and why it is so important for me to be able to find it at the store. It's like literally one of the only alcoholic adult beverages that I that can enjoy. she can taste and enjoy. Mm -hmm. She can't even have a Jack and Coke. I can, and I have. But. It tastes like motor oil. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, the Coke tastes like motor oil. Coca-Cola tastes awful. Dr. Pepper, for whatever reason, and maybe it's the sassafras, Dr. Pepper and root beer taste normal. That's because Dr. Pepper's got 23 flavors, baby. That's right. One of them <laughs> works with pearlismia. But anyway, 
There you go. That's our final segment. This some bullshit. This some bullshit. This some bullshit. All right. I don't know what else to say. I don't know either. That's the episode one of season three. Don't forget, wordsandmusicpodcast.com. You can see all of our past episodes. You can listen to them at your convenience. Yep. I would love to know how long it takes you to get through an episode of our podcast. Please. How many days does it last for you? You know, if you're listening to it on your commute to work and back, how are you listening? Where are you listening? Are you watching it on a video? Because we have, we will put these on YouTube. So subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Music and Google Play. You can save the RSS feed if that's what you want. Or you can just go to, you can bookmark wordsandmusicpodcast.com. Everything's there. And I think that we may incorporate some social media here um, soon. I don't know. I haven't decided. Uh Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Maybe we'll have a Facebook page someday. Maybe. I don't know if I want to do another Facebook page, but we'll figure it out. Figure it out. Anyway, subscribe, bookmark, save it, suggest things, leave a review, leave a comment. When we post it on Facebook, let us know. Do you dig it or do you not? Yeah. You know? Let us know. Because we have a lot to talk about. What she said. What I said. We have a lot to talk about. and We, we do? Uh, yeah. There's a lot going on in the area. Locally, there's a lot. I mean, my co-host is back on the air. My old co-host is back <laughs> on the air. Can I just, okay. I know I wasn't going to do this. I wasn't going to do this. I was going to wait and talk about this on another podcast, on another episode. We but can. I can, but at the same time, I just want to say I'm so freaking excited that he is back on the air. Who cares? Okay. That's my feeling on it. I understand. Who cares? I understand. I understand. I am excited because the kid is freaking talented. Yeah, well, you know what? He made his bed. He did. He did. You're absolutely oh. right. But, well, it'll, we're just going to save this for another another, another episode. I'm excited he's back. So excited doesn't matter. And so is every little teeny bopper out here that freaking <laughs> wanted to jump in his pants. So just saying. Uh, yeah. Well, and they're not just teeny boppers. <laughs> There's a lot of women over 40 that do. <laughs> You get what I'm saying. <laughs> thirsty. A lot of thirsty women in this town. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. I digress. I digress. Yeah. So, anyway, I'm super excited for him, and I'm glad he's back in town. Um, I think that's a wrap on episode one. It sounds like a wrap to me. I feel like season three started off really, really well. I mean, we definitely just started off with a bang. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. boom. Mic we, drop. For real, though, we want to hear from you folks. So, please, please, please engagement is important to something like this. In order for us to grow, we need to know what works and what doesn't work. Absolutely. And don't forget our fabulous sponsors, Healthy Beginnings Wellness and Aesthetics, Nine Hammers, and Cowboy Jacks. That's right. Visit all those three websites. They are up there on our website, wordsandmusicpodcast.com. And if you want to become a very important podcast sponsor, (laughs) let us know. Let us know. V-I-P-S. You could be one. Wordsandmusicpodcast.com. Thanks, y'all. Later. Words and music.